welcome to the Popcorn Hill Show. I am God's Plan Orlando. <laughs> With me as always, Pedro. What's up? What's up? What's up, man? Wait, how come I don't have a cool nickname like you? Well, I mean, with me as always, what Amano always says, so mm. I'm just using his catchphrases, so that way the audience doesn't get confused. But they're not confused about God's plan? Oh, <laughs> if they heard our review of sex education, they are not confused at all. Ah, this is true, this is true. So today we have another Netflix review, and we're going to review the show Russian Doll. Russian Doll. And like always, we're going to give a short spoiler-free review, uh, rating it from one out of five stars. And then we're going to jump into the spoiler-filled review. Yeah, man. Can't wait. So, Pedro, before we start, what is, what is the show about? Give us a synopsis of the show. Ah, yes. I am the synopsis guy. Yeah. All right. With me, as always, is the synopsis guy, there we Pedro. Go. It's not as catchy. All right. Well, <laughs> it works. It works. I tried. Okay. So, Russian Doll is this dark comedy dramedy. About this woman, essentially, that finds herself reliving her 36th birthday, the night of her 36th birthday, over and over again. Right. A little Groundhog's Day-ish, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, what was the other one? Happy, happy Death Day to You, <laughs> uh, that one where Marlon Wayans wakes up naked in the elevator. Naked Man, right, it's called? Something like that. This plot's been done to death, but got a nice little it's got a nice style and humor to it so i'm not gonna get into the spoilers of it but that's pretty much the premise she keeps reliving the same night of her birthday over and over again on her 36th birthday right and so when I, let's jump into the rating what did you think about it one out of five stars what would you give it Ooh, um you know man i think i'm gonna give it 4.5 i really wow. really liked it yeah. i really liked the show it um I just love the dark. Com- I fucking love dark comedies, man. Yeah. Like when when crazy shit happens, I just start laughing and I'm like, fuck, this is really fucked up. But this is so fucking crazy. And um, I, I went into it thinking, oh, God, it's another one of these plots, like I said before. But they found a way to just make the dialogue and the characters just flow. And it just it, it just made it different. Yeah, uh, I, I, I enjoyed her journey. I enjoyed uh, the character's journey. The, the, even though it's the same day over and over, you know, they found a way to change it up. And, uh, and it was a nice short miniseries, so it yeah. didn't drag on. Like we like to say a lot of Netflix shows drag on. This one didn't, I thought it was perfect. And, uh, and I, and I, and I thought it actually, um, landed the, the ending. I, I, th- I thought it was perfect. So, yeah. uh, yeah, man, four and a half. I really, really enjoyed it. You know, I, I, I agree with that, with that rating. I wouldn't say four and a half, say four. Mm. Um, just in general, I didn't like, you know, you said you were laughing out loud in certain scenes. I guess maybe that kind of comedy didn't really hit hit home for me. I just mm. found it very entertaining and kind of like I wanted to see their journey in the sense of like what's happening, why why does she keep dying over and over? Is there a meaning behind this? And then um, not even I think midway, but almost midway, they introduce another character, and it just I'm like oh okay, well, that, that new character added some like um, like depth to the show and like oh okay, this is not just happening to this one person what's going on here like and i'd like them together try to figure it out put pieces together and so it was a very entertaining show and i agree with you it for eight episodes there wasn't not a second waste um if it and then at, even at the end i was just like this is perfect like this is i didn't even know it was like a limited series until it ended i was like this is 
a great ending for this. And it, it could, you know, if they wanted, I mean, not, 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 not going to, but if they wanted to do a season two, it, it would make, it would make not, it wouldn't be right because the ending is so perfect. A hundred percent agreed. But yeah, I agree with you that, uh, that rating you gave it. So guys, now, you know, it's time for our spoiler uh, discussion of the show. If you haven't watched it yet, obviously you could tell by our review to go check it out. And so, yeah, we're going to jump into spoilers now. Alrighty. Let's do this. So, so yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, the title is Russian Doll. Right. What do you think that means to you? Why do you think the show is called Russian Doll? Well, the character for one is Russian. Right. Right, and right. so... I don't know, man. I'm thinking about the symbolism with like dolls. Those old babushka dolls. Yeah, I'm thinking about the symbolism with dolls and how maybe you can like dress them up and dress them down, kind of mm. thing. Like you could constantly change them. Well, do you know what the Russian dolls are, though? No, the Russian actually. dolls are actually the ones that you open, and there's a smaller one in it. Oh, you the, keep you keep opening oh. it and opening and opening, and there's always a smaller, smaller version, but there's always a version inside. That's fascinating. Okay. So there you go. It's not a legit doll. Oh, okay. I know. I know the yeah. doll you're talking about. Okay. Okay, so that changes my perspective now. Yeah. Okay, so it's I almost guess, like Easter eggs within Easter eggs in a way. So I guess it kind of does tie into that loop of like over and over and over and over mm-hmm. and over until you get to the smallest thing. And and now I have to like rethink. Well, yeah. Obviously, it's this person, these these people who are doing the same thing over and over and over until they get to the meaning of everything. Right. At right. their core, mm-hmm. which is their Russian doll. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's actually kind of what I was getting. I was pretty much thinking somewhere along the lines that it, um, you know, every person has layers and you got to get past all those layers to see who you are like inside. So when you're going at the beginning of the show, you know, you get to see their all, all, all the crap that they shoot out. And then by the end of the show, you see who they truly are, like the perfect, you know, right. like, like the true them. The other one that I had thought of, too, was that. um the dolls to me they represent like a life and death thing mm. like when they pop open that's death like they're dying but then you got another one in it like, like rebirth yeah so with each loop comes a different doll inside like the rebirth you're constantly dying and rebirthing into something new that's fascinating so yeah i decided that there was a lot of uh, meanings to it yeah it's one of those shows that honestly you can write like a thesis paper on it yeah and you can really like, dissect and dive in and we didn't get that far into it because honestly, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. But yeah, it is one of those shows that there's symbolism everywhere. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're down for it, you can find how it connects to like religion and mm-hmm. and different different mythologies. Yeah, absolutely, fascinating. So right off the bat, um, I loved the the setting where it kept opening, kept opening up with her in that weird fucking bathroom right with like that what, what is she what did her friend call like the vagina is a vagina enough like that that hole that was in the uh yeah this weird the, the, like the door is like yeah, a portal a portal yeah so yeah so from the get-go i was like yo this is a weird fucking trippy ass bathroom it's almost like she's going to the portal of you know like the rest of her fucking life of mm, that same day over and over again okay and then just that choice of song at first i was like oh god am i gonna have to keep hearing this every fucking flip but yeah. it just became funny like every time it flipped gotta wake up gotta get up and i was mm. like oh man this is funny as hell and um, I, I thought it was kind of cool the, um, that she was just this fucking crazy, doesn't give a shit about her life, like, 
living life completely balls to the wall, just yeah, just self-destructive. Yeah, you know, I'm about to say that she was a very self-destructive person. She was very just like she almost afraid of anything good. Right. So it's let not, me it, let me fuck it up. Yeah, it's not that she was a bad person, but it was just like it, like you said, every time she had something good, she would find some way to yeah. destroy it. Like you find out later in the show, the 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 marriage that she essentially like derailed, exactly, and then just said fuck that. This guy's good for me, but fuck it, whatever. And then just yeah. So so she destroyed everything in her wake. Essentially, right, she was like right. a hurricane. So, but she was still very likable to me, even though she did all those. I guess. Well, of course, and then obviously, um, her name is um Nadia. Mm-hmm. What's her last name? Vo. Volvakov. Volvakov. Nadia Volvakov. Yeah, whew, that's a Russian ass name. Well, yeah, Russian, Russian doll. doll. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she was very um just a likable douchebag, you know, yeah. in, in the in the best way possible, where she was mean, but she had like this spunk to her, where like she had like the sass that you could like, okay, you know what, I can fuck with you, kind of kind of feel, mm-hmm. and um. So you could you could see why you, as a as a viewer you could understand why she is liked by she has like a lot of friends right people do know her people do like her and it's it it's kind of um, jarring seeing someone who is so like pushed like to push people away yeah the life of the, literally the life of the party yeah and everybody just wanted to be around her or next to her or help her or just be so kind to her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's very it's very interesting seeing someone like that, and so yeah, she she dies right in the first episode, and um, the, as soon as she dies, she wakes up back in that bathroom, and then that's when the show that's when you realize what the show's about. Like okay, she has to relive this day over and yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, and it, what I liked is from the very get go, because you know a lot of in these movies or in these shows or whatever, yeah, the character kind of goes like oh. Oh, that feels a little weird. Yeah. Okay. And then they keep going on with it. From the get-go, she was like, yo, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And and usually, usually people try to take advantage of the day. Like, of course, when Groundhog's Day, yeah, Bill Murray, who like was joking the fuck around with it at, at first. Like, okay, let's see what I can do, what, what I can't right, do. Right, right. Her automatically, she was just like, I don't want any of this. Like, yeah. she was already pissed from the get-go of like, this isn't fun. This isn't cool. And there was also a reason why she was so scared because the history with her mom, because right. her mom was essentially crazy. Right. Exactly. So she was like, oh, fuck, I'm becoming my mother. So, right. I mean, you don't realize that till the end, but now it makes sense looking back of why she was so freaked out. Right. Of course. So. And and so it's it's just very funny that. Um, she w- didn't want any part of it. She was really against the idea of it's kind of like she would have been happy if she just died. Yeah, and it, her life would and because she she was a person who went through so much trauma and distraught that at the end of the day, like she was not ready to die, but she would have been okay with her death. And then the fact that like she had to relive the same day over and over and over, especially a day where it's a party for her. Yeah, and it's obviously tied to her uh, the day her mom the, the year she's thirty six. Her mom died when, when her mom was thirty six when she died. So yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot. There on was that. a lot. So it was just like I have to keep living this day over and over and over. Fuck this. Yeah. And so it's it doesn't hit you obviously until the end, so you realize all that stuff. But it was literally her version of hell. Yes. Yeah. 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 
I'm pretty sure she explains it like that too. She just says, "This is hell." Like, yeah. All these fucking people, and then exactly. over and over again. And so it has that tw- that different feel of like, because usually in these type of um, movies, the protagonist likes to have some fun with it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let ooh, let me see if I can like fuck up this fuck this guy and and you know yeah. they because you at the end of the day you'll you'll die you'll live the same day so why not try to like do mm-hmm. what you want to do like rob a bank or something or right or sleep with somebody you want to sleep with or go tell your boss to fuck off and that happens in some of these uh scenarios and like the other movies are similar and shows are similar to it but in this movie she she wants to get out of it as quick as possible right right yeah th- th- that was actually refreshing too it was uh it, w- it was different because i was expecting what you were just saying too right like oh she's gonna get the one where she bangs this guy instead she get the one where she maybe just like kills her like like uh, in groundhog day he was finding different ways to kill himself right and stuff exactly like that. and she wasn't she was there trying to find a way like okay why am i here what am i doing this and as cl- the the closer she got to figuring it out, death was on her door, like saying, "Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not gonna figure. You, you are yeah. not going to solve this riddle. Why you keep dying?" Um, one of the funniest parts, like right off the bat, is the next few times she died after the first one was with the fucking stairs. Yeah, like she kept just falling down and dying from the stairs, and that was like the ongoing joke that every time she left the party, she would always do the fire escape. And you know, it's funny though, because the show, I guess, is not filmed in New York, but it should be. I guess it's based in New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so fire escapes are very dangerous, <laughs> technically, because they're so old. Like, New York doesn't renovate their fire escapes. It's actually not a safe way to get out of a building. That is pretty funny. And so, like, yeah, like, if you ever go to New York, fire escapes are very dangerous. Like, you should not, like, be going down going down them. Um, a lot of accidents mm. to fire escapes. M- um, maybe that's uh, some symbolism in there of how she lives yeah. her life. <laughs> unless, it's like, unless it's a modern building with a modern ass fire yeah. escape, you should have been going down some like riggedy fifties fire escape. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that would maybe maybe that is some symbolism there. Yeah, it and, was just kind of funny how she would always like bring her friends in. We're going down through the fire escape, <laughs> and then the friend was like, "Oh my god, I didn't know we had this." And then they start talking about how the property is gonna like. The property price is going to go up because they know they have a fire escape. It was just like little jokes there. They kept sprinkling in. Yeah. So, and then, so yeah, so the, um, the show kind of takes a, not a weird turn, but it introduces another element that I do like in the terms of Alan, which is, uh, he's introduced like around the third or fourth episode where obviously Nadia is, is, is about to die again. And they're on an elevator and she randomly sees this guy on the elevator and the elevator's falling down, and everybody is panicking except her and the guy because she knows she's gonna die. And she goes to him like, "Hey, man, like, hey, man, I, we're we're gonna die." And he's like, "I die all the time." Yeah, and, and that's when they go, "Oh shit!" Yes, and so which is so fascinating because then that that was a great way to end the episode because yes. I actually went, "Whoa, that was awesome." Yeah, and what's what is um, interesting? Like I said, she's trying to figure out why this is happening to her. She's not having fun. And the fact that this other person is in on the same like loop, the same day, the same everything is so intriguing to her. She has to figure it out like she is. She thinks that like it is connected to him. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so t- 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 let's talk about a bit about Alan and his character. Um, yeah, his character is the exact opposite of her in every way. Exactly. exactly. Completely. He wants control of his life. He wants everything, you know, and that's why he keeps doing the same thing over and over every day because it's something that he can control. He knows the outcome of the day. Mm, he knows mm. everything. Like nothing, there are no surprises in the day. You know, I didn't see, it was obvious that he was a control freak. I just didn't see it that way that he, 
Because he did keep doing the same thing over and Every over single, and over. He waited by the door for the guy to come in. And he would open the door. He had the ring at all times. And he would just sit there and take the argument. Because that was a moment that he felt out of control in. And it freaked him out. So the fact that he's reliving that day over and over, he can take control of the moment that freaked him out. Right, right. Yeah, so he flipped it. You know, he flipped that moment of, like, weakness into, like, oh, yeah, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be okay with this because... Yeah. Yeah. So he, it was a, almost a good thing for him. Mm. Yeah, I didn't... Which wasn't good, but, yeah. <laughs> it's it's fascinating because I didn't I didn't realize that he was just doing... I knew he was doing it on purpose. I just didn't... I thought there was a meaning... Because the thing is, I thought there was a reason for him doing it, mm. you know? But there wasn't. It was just... Like you said, he just wanted control of that of that day yeah but it's funny because he because you find out that they usually die around the same exact time the same time right so nadia's been dying like constantly like in these three episodes four episodes right. already he must have died like eight, eight yeah. times you know what i'm saying yeah yeah he died multiple times like maybe he was crossing the street and a car went you know yeah exactly it, but, it's it's final destination style deaths yeah but it's fascinating because um it's fascinating that in his mind, like, yeah, let me just keep... It's, it's fascinating to me for him, for a man to keep doing the thing, same thing over and over and over without breaking, mm-hmm. you know? I guess maybe what it was is that he's, he was getting to the point where he's mastering the day. Mm, yeah. Okay, you know? yeah, you're right. Because at first, obviously, he's probably the first death, probably took him out for a loop. Mm-hmm. And then he's distraught and everything. Yeah. And he's, but after maybe the third or fourth, he's like, oh, shit, I can actually... Yeah. I, I, I know their deaths are synced up. So they what you're synced up. so what you're trying to say is you think maybe he was the reason why she kept falling down the stairs. Like his death was triggering it for her to fall down. Oh no! I'm just saying that you know I, if she died so many times before meeting him, he must he was he must have died the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And I guess what I'm trying to say that it makes sense now that he probably was in, in, well he probably wasn't in control of the first few deaths. Mm. He was probably like what the fuck. Yeah. Maybe not trying to figure it out. Yeah, but like just, panicking. And, yeah, just panicking. Right. Um, and then he realized, wait, I can get control out of this. Yeah, that's fascinating. That I never thought of it like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, completely OCD. Everything had to be perfect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it, in, um, I was going to say, the only time that he actually starts freaking out a little bit is when things start disappearing. Right. And when things don't end up like how he wanted it to be. Like, um, so what happens is, is that Alan is neurotic. He's controlling, but he's in a relationship with his, um, girlfriend for X amount of years. And she, the, the that day he was going to propose to her. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? I'm going to marry her. And she invites him over to the house for dinner. They were going to have to go out to dinner and they meet up and she, instead of going out to dinner, she drops, drops a bomb on him, basically saying that she's not in love with him anymore and that he needs to go seek help, that he has mental issues. Right. And um, that she really cares for him because they've been together since like, college, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, he doesn't like change and she right. just wants to do different things. And... Yeah, they're just basically not on the same wavelength, not seeing eye to eye. And um, that pretty much sets him off and he gets, you know, he goes out to drink and he gets very depressed, yada, yada, yada. So he knew that day basically that he was meet up with Nadia. I mean, not Nadia. He meet up with his girlfriend, get drunk, uh, get drunk. And then he'll die at the end of that day. And he keeps doing that over and over. Now, when Nadia comes into the picture, he finds out something different. When he meets Nadia that, um, the next day he is 
uh, set off for a loop. And then he also finds out like, he does something a little bit different because he's like, Nadia is in the picture now. So things end up being, things end up changing for him. Mm-hmm. And in confronting his girlfriend, he finds out that she was cheating on him. Right. Um, I'm not yeah. really, I'm not really sure she finds out because of Nadia or because of he did something different that day. I can't remember exactly how he found out, but it was just funny that the guy is at the party. So every time right. he goes to see Nadia at the party, it's him. Yeah. So basically, she he finds out that his girlfriend has been cheating on him with the other person who happens to be at the same party of Nadia's 36th birthday. Mm-hmm. Nadia doesn't know him. He's just kind of like a like one of a friends of a friends like yeah, yeah. that's there. And he kind of hits on Nadia. They kind of like have sex actually on the first night that mm-hmm. she dies. Um, and he's basically a reoccurring character, kind of like um, this, not the scumbag kind of guy, but like this, this scummy kind of guy who's, who's sleeping with Alan's girlfriend, but also sleeping with multiple women on the side. He doesn't. He's, he's pretty much the def, He's pretty much like the, the 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 metaphor for a bad decision. That's. What- yeah, that's actually a good, uh, yeah. Because that's what he was saying. He's like, he's the hole that they choose Yeah. when they want, when, when, when they need something, he's just there. They, they don't choose him. They just choose not you. That, that, that was one of the things he had said. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's really what he is. He's, he's the void that they, that they go towards. Yeah. And so, so they meet and this whole, Alan's world is turned upside down because of this information. He is, he is rethinking his whole entire relationship. He hates um, Mike. Mike, right? And so she shot, and so she meet, he meets up with Nadia, and they try to figure out like why is this happening? What is our link? Why mm-hmm. do we keep dying together? Yeah, yeah. So they start coming up with all kinds of like random shit they have in common. Yeah. Which is one of, one of the funniest moments actually for me was when they're in the subway. And then Nadia joking around is like, oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, is that a bee? And he's like, oh, God, I hope not. I'm deathly allergic to bees. And he goes, oh, me too. And then she goes, wow, watch. All of a sudden, we're going to run into a bunch of, of bees and we're all going to die. And then as soon as they finish saying that, there's fucking bees coming out of the subway and you see everyone running outside. And then they're, they fucking died. I was cracking up so hard at that part. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> You don't remember that part? No, do I do not remember that part. Were you even watching this show? I was watching the show while I, you were washing dishes, probably. Probably, I was doing yeah, yeah. something on the side. Man, that scene was so freaking. That, that was like my the funniest death because I was cracking up out loud at that one. And um, yeah, so they're trying to figure out what is their link, and they don't really. Well, Alan's is, Alan is thinking that they're bad people, mm. so they're stuck in like purgatory in, in, or yeah. So, and they don't. It's clear that Nadia's a bad person. Like you don't have, you don't. It's clear by just the way she she broke up a marriage. She um, she's not really a good friend. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really care about others' feelings, other people's yeah. feelings. But Alan, for the most part, he thinks he's a good person. He thinks mm-hmm. that he is a righteous and honest man. And it's well, it it kind of is what is at its core disturbing him because. He has to live this day over and over. This mm-hmm. day that his he found out his girlfriend cheated on him. This day that like he asked Nadia with Nadia. Like it is yeah. essentially his version of hell as well. Right. And he's like, why? I don't deserve this. I'm a good man. But you realize that he isn't in a way. 
because he's trying to be so controlling and mm-hmm. so not um, manipulative, but yeah. in a way, pretty much, pretty much manipulative yeah, in, what, yeah. what, in what he wants. Because if it's not what he wants, it, then it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. yeah, they're they're both selfish in different ways. Exactly. The way I took the show as they were like the yin and yang to each other. They had stuff that each of them needed. Like he was so in control, he needed to kind of just say fuck it and be a little out of control, which is literally what Nadia is. And then Nadia needed to actually kind of keep shit close, and which is really all he is. Right. So that's pretty much what I took it as of why it was them two out of any other two people, why it was them two, because they have, they needed to learn from each other. They had qualities that each of them needed exactly. in order to, to, you know, break the loop or whatever. And as a show, um, progresses they do break the loop they um what is it that they find out at the end basically that allows them to reset oh okay so pretty much what they end up finding out is that they met the first night he was really drunk pretty much he finds out that he committed suicide he jumped off the building that that night and nadia was saying fuck if i wasn't too busy yelling at these douchebags and fucking this guy i could have saved you from jumping off and if you weren't so drunk, you could have saved me from getting hit by this car trying to look for my cat. So right. then they go, oh, my God, that's the key. The key is we need to save each other from our deaths that first night. Right. And then as they're finding that out, that's when shit starts going crazy. Like they right. start dying constantly, constantly. And everything starts going nuts. And it's like death is realizing that you're about to solve the puzzle and I don't want you to. Yeah. Like they were getting liver failure and shit. Uh, she was like, uh, so she was like uh panicking and like oh my god i need to fix this moment with this um the guy that i was seeing daughter right she also realized that she was thinking okay all of these deaths aren't just stopping Mm. what if they're different universes and i die but then i go to another universe or i'm i wake up in a different universe and these people keep living their lives and they keep seeing me dead and they keep seeing me dying yeah. So it's fascinating the, because the moment that made her realize that was pretty fucking crazy too. It was the one where her mother figure shoots her. Right. And then she sees her and that's when she realizes she even wakes up. She she uh flips whatever loops back with her like crying like, "Oh my god. What have I been doing this whole time?" Right? Right. And so she realized there's a consequence to all of this that like it it's not just a reset button. Like mm-hmm. If this is if this is real, people are living their lives with seeing Nadia dying or experiencing Nadia dying or hearing about it, or they're the fallback of her doing something super shitty to them mm-hmm. in terms of like the guy. The guy um, asked him like, "Can you go see my wife, my my daughter?" And he's he's like, "Yeah." Wait, nah. She just leaves. She right. backed off because she was afraid, and then she dies that day. Obviously, and you have to re- realize that that guy now has that trauma of like. You missed mm-hmm. out on making this bond with my daughter. Right, right. And so, so, yeah, they figured that out. And now at the end, they have to save themselves. Mm-hmm. But what's fascinating is, is that now when they reset this time, they're both on, like, kind of like parallels? They're, they're on parallel. Opposite, par- opposite parallels? Yeah. How, how does that be? They're on parallel timelines. Right. They're, they're happening at the same time, you know, you would think, but they're not intersecting with each other exactly so in his in alan's he has all the memories from the previous ones but uh but nadia is back to how she was originally right so it's kind of like they and vice versa they jump to another universe how i how i see they jump to a universe where 
each one of them knows of the events that occurred before. Yeah, they, but they, then their the op the their universe the new universe that like hit Alan from the previous universe meets this new Nadia unit from that universe. Right, and then that Nadia doesn't know Alan. Yeah, the way I took it as these timelines were each other's tests. It's kind of mm. like, all right, you have you've gotten all this knowledge to make you a complete person. Wow, yeah. Now you need to use it. This is your test to this use is it final now. Final exam. Like you're by yourself now. There's no Nadia to hold your hand. There's no Alan to hold your hand. Like right. like e- either nut up or shut up, like type of thing. So this was the the ultimate like like it was a crazy like climax rush. Like I was even like, oh my god, you better. Like, fucking hurry up. Like, even they were fucking up a little right, bit. Right, exactly. Like, she's like, hey, man, here, hang out with me. And then uh, the friend at the 7-Eleven is like, get the fuck away. And it's like, oh, no, yeah. he's going to kill himself. Uh, keep following him. And then the same thing with her. She's like, oh, she's leaving with the douche. Yeah. And there's that fucking cat. Oh, my so, God. So it picks up pretty much on their both timelines where Alan in the Nadia universe is wasted. So this is the moment where he is so depressed he's going to kill himself. Yeah. And... Nadia in her universe in no Alan in the Nadia no Alan in the Nadia universe yes yeah Alan in the Nadia universe is um Nadia is about to sleep with that guy Mm -hmm. and then while she's gonna go sleep with him she sees her cat and And gets hit by her car right so they're both trying to save each other from dying Mm -hmm. and yeah I, I, I got I gotta say the way they filmed. The way they edited and filmed that final timeline was really cool because you're seeing them side by side. Yeah. So you're seeing Alan, which I just keep calling like complete Alan mm. with broken Alan. And you get to see, wow, look how far they've come in eight episodes. Say same thing with Nadia. You're looking at her like, ah, ah fuck you. I don't care. And he was, like, there's even like a little moment where it's like, oh, no condoms. That's ah, not a deal breaker for me. You know, like shit like that. Right. So it's like broken Nadia and then complete Nadia. So it was kind of cool. You got to see them both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it's fascinating because and you know at first, at first the last episode I was I think I was doing something on the side for work, and so when I was first watching it I was just like what what's happening like I was just like I I was very confused. Oh, you it, didn't it, it, it didn't first, click at first. It was jumping back and forth without really telling you that it was happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like. Why doesn't Alan recognize her? Why doesn't Nadia recognize him? Wait, why do they know what's going on, but they don't... But they don't know what's going on. Exactly. I'm like, what's happening? And then I had to like reset the episode again. I'm just like, wait, what's happening? And then it clicked. Like, oh, they... The the opposite uh, person on the other side doesn't know them. Mm-hmm. And this is, like you said, this is their test to save each other. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because Alan was trying so hard for not... Not only did, that she... Alan did not want... Not to get hit by the car, but Alan also didn't want her to sleep with Mike. Right. You know, so at the end of the day, yeah. it's pretty funny seeing him being like, fuck this dude. <laughs> still, yeah. like, he still wasn't over it. Even right. though, like, at the end of the day, like, it's Well, like, he was over it because he gave up his girlfriend. Right. He's, because it was, because remember, he took a photo of him and sent it to his girlfriend to try to, like, so he's over that. Right. What he really wanted to do was just save Nadia from being self-destructive. Mm. So... Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what it is. So that, that shows how he changed as a person. Like, right. it wasn't just about his life that he's in control of. It was about like, okay, now I need to jump in the shit that I have no control over and I'm fucking scared out of my mind, but he's still doing it. Right. So so that just shows him jumping in, jumping in the deep end. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it, it, it's, um, it's interesting, man. And at the end, obviously, they pretty much save each other. Like, they both yes. 
they both find a way to just hang out and make it through the night, basically. Yeah. yeah. And at the end, it all like comes together. In yeah, this- it's it's really cool the way they filmed that. I don't know what literally happened in there, but I know what it meant symbolically because they're, they're both being filmed side by side of them walking through the park right. with their you know broken selves and new selves. And then they merge together into this tunnel with this parade of like a celebration of who knows what it really means. I even looked at some interviews of like the writers and they said it means something different to every person. Right. So, but I kind of just took it as a celebration like, fuck yeah, we did it. So then you see the complete versions of themselves finally like merge, like merge. And it's kind of cool the way they filmed it because when they grabbed the masks or whatever, you know, they were holding up stuff for the parade. When you look back, they brushed shoulders with the old self. Right. So the old broken selves kept walking backwards. Right. So it's kind of showing like, like, that's it. We, we moving forward. We're past that. So I, I, I took it as like, I took it as like in the, um, the parade, I took it as all the universe is connecting, mm. like, like kind of like passing each other. Right. Kind of like, we're all like, like intertwining at this one moment mm-hmm. and we're all like leaving our, our past behind us and our mistakes behind us. And and now it's it, it's time because I I figured that like well the um, where if we all talk about in universe sense majority of the universes with Nadia and Alan died they they died yeah so this is where they are free from like the repeatingness of it all like yeah the, the loop because that's the farthest they ever both got past yeah. the night was, was that moment and then this other version is allowed to like continue on mm-hmm. and see where that goes, you know, but everyone else is put the rest. Um, what did you think about? So towards the end of the show, we didn't bring it up, but a lot, every, a lot of these started disappearing. Yeah. And not only like furniture and like, it, it got to the point where people were disappearing. Right. What did you think was happening at that at that moment? Uh, I'm trying to remember what was disappearing. So at first, I kind of thought it as I can't remember what was Nadia's first thing to disappear. Actually, I remember Alan's was the ring. So I guess from me thinking of that, I guess the stuff that was disappearing, appearing was stuff that was like important to them, or that's causing like them being bad. I guess the way they are, or something. Right. But also, it was just a way for writers to be like, okay, we're running out of time. We can't just be fucking looping forever. Mm. Like in those other movies, Groundhog Day and stuff like that, there's always like, oh, you can just loop forever and with no consequences. It's fine. Right. This doesn't really have to end at any point. But then if you watch like Happy Death Day, it's like, oh, every time you loop, your damage is coming back to your body. Or in um, Edge of Tomorrow, it's like, oh, shit, the aliens are actually looping with you, so you better hurry up. So I just think that was honestly just a way for the writers to go, all right, they need what's to, our they, reason? What's our way to rush the clock? Yeah, rush the clock. I, I, maybe there was more to it, but I just took it as okay. They just need to realize the clock is ticking. Become a better person in eight episodes, or else, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> yeah, because because at the end of the day, it is. It's or what it could be is that because it, it's weird to to have because. Our our theory is that she is go- they're going through universes, so maybe in this and when they keep jumping, they're going to different type of universes, and maybe the universes just don't have doesn't have those elements involved, you know. So it'd be weird that 
it'd be weird that the universe gets emptier and emptier and emptier based on their deaths, you know? So, I, yeah, I, I couldn't really, I can't really figure out a reason other than, like, maybe just those universes don't have those elements naturally, you know? Mm. One of the uh, interesting parallels, I guess parallel is the right word, that I, that I kind of saw was that Nadia was a software engineer. And she was making, uh, in one of the game. early episodes, you see she's making a video game. Yeah, terrible video game. Yeah, terrible video game. But, so in the video games, obviously we play games a lot, you die, you start back at a checkpoint. Right. You play it again, you die, you start back at a checkpoint. So there was a cool little thing there. But also that, um, specifically in the show, there was a bad code in the game. And right. that's what kept causing it to repeat, repeat, repeat. So that's another reason why I took it as... Them being either self-destructive or too controlling was their bad code that they needed to fix before mm. they can move on. So that was like an interesting way to kind of show, you know, the plot in something way more simpler. Yeah. And I mean, it hit home really where, not towards the like, couple last episodes where basically Nadia's trying to figure everything out. And she's actually, a, there's, a, there's an episode where she realizes that everyone is vanishing. And so she realizes- And the fruit is rotting. And that food is rotting. She's realizing that her death is having consequence on the people that she knows. Mm-hmm. So she wants to do right by them, at least, you know, before she dies. Right, like, like her mother figure, she's like, fix the fucking stove because, right. you know. And she calls, yeah, because uh, there's Every one Every single day she calls to get it fixed, even yeah, though she knows it's not going to do anything. There's one episode, basically, she dies because her, her mom turns on the stove and lights a match and the, the apartment explodes. Which it doesn't explode when she's getting down into the, the mystery of, like, the mom. Right. The mother. So, yeah. Which is fascinating because you would think that obviously death is a, is an unknown, is a character in the show, obviously. Mm-hmm. You would think like they would, you know, that would start, try to, because as, as they're figuring it out, death comes quicker toward, toward Nadia. Right. And but it could of, also be that they're figuring out, I don't know, the wrong thing. And they're like, all right, loop again. That, that, you're, not, you're not at the right spot yet. But I guess the mother, her mom, because you remember she never spoke about her mom ever. Right. When someone brought up the mom, immediately she would change the subject, tell them to fuck off or, you know. So do you think death, so, was, was, so, do you think death was actually in their favor to figure things out? Yes. I don't think so, though. Yeah, I, I think so. It was like, oh, now you're learning about your mom. Good. This is what you needed to know, you know, stuff like that. And, and, and so when, you, when they were dying quicker, you think it's because, oh, you're not, this isn't it, this isn't it. When, you, when they were dying at a rapid pace, it's because you're, you're thinking, oh, you're not, this is not it. This is yeah, not this it. isn't this it. Is it. it. It was all about, oh. yeah, th- th- that's pretty much what I was kind of getting at. It was like, yeah, that, that was like, nope, this isn't it. This isn't it. Fascinating. Keep dying. And because, um, so basically they're talking about the mom and the, the trauma. Her mom is basically, um, she seemed like she had schizophrenia. It, that, that, that's what I was thinking too. She couldn't stop buying like watermelons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, she had schizophrenia. She had like schizophrenia. Even uh, Ruth, that was the mother figure's yeah. name. Even Ruth kept made a joke once about the watermelons. Remember the watermelons? And she immediately was like, yeah. "Nah, we're not talking and about this." There was this. um, there was a point where her there was it, it was they mentioned it uh, in the show and then they showed it where Nadia's mom breaks all the mirrors. Yes. In the house. And when Ruth says something similar to like, oh, mirrors tell us, shows, shows us who we really are, who we really are. And that to me is a sound like schizophrenia in terms of like she's looking into the mirror and maybe she's mm-hmm. hearing voices or she's talking to herself yeah. and she doesn't like what she's hearing back. That's kind of interesting because every time that they looped, 
Alan and Nadia, they looped in front of a mirror. Right, right. So obviously that was telling them and something. And so the mirror was one go was gone. It was in gone one, in, in in a loop. Um. So yeah. So. So Nadia's trying to figure things out and try to say, try to make amends for the people that she, that that's close to her. And there's one part where she does go see the daughter of um, her ex-boyfriend or something. Mm -hmm. And she's having a heart attack at the restaurant or... It was something weird. Her some, eyes were bulging. She had glass in her mouth. It was like the most gruesome, disturbing death. Her yeah, eyes was, were bulging. It was intense. That and, shit was freaking me out. I was like, oh, man. Basically, she sees the kid version of herself and the kid version of herself says, oh, you ready to let go? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm ready to let go. Like, I, I, I took that as you have to let go of your, your, your mom. Yeah, like, you, like, you have to forgive her. You have to mm -hmm. be okay with like she wasn't she was sick and you have to let go can't hold you can't let your mom affect your life mm -hmm. and that's why i took it as that you can't let her problems dictate what happens to you now right and that's basically i think towards that like that uh, that, that, that was the second to last episode yeah that was towards the, the her realizing i need to fix i need to to save alan i need to fix you know i need to mm -hmm. fix all this yeah yeah oh, that was great uh, I was actually just remembering one of the front, the one of the first parts of the show that was like had me cracking up was that after the first flip, she blamed it on the drugs. You remember that? Yeah. She's like, "What the fuck is in this shit?" And yeah. she tracks down who the drug dealer was. What is this shit? Oh man, it's got a little bit of cocaine. And then I guess in one of the other flips, she goes into the drug dealer den. And they're like, "Nah, man, it doesn't got cocaine. It's got some other shit." She's like, "Fuck." So I think it had like, um, like what tea has that put you asleep. Is that what it had? Like, no, nah, man, it, it had some weird shit. But, but then she finds out in another loop that, that it was like, that it, it was, it was like, yeah, you had that before. Yeah. Oh, so, but yeah, going back to that part that uh, immediately from the get go, she was like, yo, there's something fucking wrong. Yeah. So, and, and then that's why she kept saying it's either it has to be what's in this fucking drug because if it's not what's in this drug, that means that I'm fucking crazy. Essentially, I'm like my mother. Yeah. So it all went back to like that fear. But, but I just thought that was really funny though. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it would. I think I think we hit all, on all the topics on all the points. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, and it was just a great show, man. It was literally just it's short, it's concise, it literally yeah. hits. And and all the side characters were were yeah were were really fun and enjoyable. Like yeah. all of them, like her friends, even Horse, the homeless man. He was a he was a pretty cool reoccurring character. Yeah, like, he was kind of douchey when you realize it. Like, he was douchey in the last one, I guess, when yeah. you find out that he was just gonna steal from them. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, and then like uh, her friend uh, Liz, I believe the Asian girl who's uh, hosting the party for her, Maxine. Maxine. Yeah, they were they were all and like I said, everyone around Nadia was just very loving to, to mm -hmm. her, and it's like exactly the opposite of what she is and what she wanted. Yeah. So it's funny that she like had to. Yeah, she attracted everything. That... Yeah. And Alan and Alan is, is actually quite different. Alan had no one that he attracted to. Everyone didn't. Yeah. And, and no one was really gravitating towards him because he was so neurotic. Yeah, he was squeezing so tight that it was slipping out. Yeah, and and, that's, and, the, and the thing is, is that towards the end, if you noticed, he was starting to let go. And he, like, made, like, a quick, like, glance at someone at on the streets. He bumped into somebody. And, yeah, like, yeah. It was, she was just like, oh, like, she's like, oh, you live here? He's like, yeah, like, oh, I'll see you more often. Kind of a little flirty kind of vibe right, right. that was going on. It was pretty much showing you see if you just chill the fuck out, yeah. it, it'll come to you. Yeah, and right. it, it was it was more of like saying like 
you're gonna be okay, man. Like you mm-hmm. have to like just let shit like flow. Like and he was just so controlling that no one wanted to be around him. And the minute he was fighting to let go, people gravitated yeah. towards him as well. Yeah. I, I I just love the message behind the show. It was essentially like everyone's broken, but you know, you just gotta work it out. Yeah. If find someone that's also broken essentially and you guys will fix it together. Like Yeah. So I I just thought it was it was awesome. Great show, man. Yeah, and, and I guess that what that's what wraps it up for our episode here. Um our next Netflix review of Russian Doll. Um, if you haven't checked it out, well, clearly if you're at the end of this episode, you checked it out. So let us know what you think. Did What are the symbolism that you guys caught? What is uh, the meaning of all of that? What is the meaning of her dying constantly? Um, what did the parade mean to you? Yeah, what did the parade mean to you? And yeah, hit us up on our Instagram or our Facebook. And we'll catch you next time, guys. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Later.